we are now going to head over to McLaren Vale and we're going to have a chat with Karina Wright, whose great-great-grandfather planted the vines that she makes wine from. Amazing. Amazing. Good morning to you, Karina. Good morning. How's it going? Going well, thank you. Um, good to have a chat and sorry we, uh, we couldn't get it organised last week, so we're happy that we're doing it this week. And um, so we've, we've had a bit of a theme just by chance, right, that we had... Um, we had played a track of music, which was Royals, and ahead of us having um, Mel Brower, who's the Prosecco Queen. We just spoke to Joel Fazzini in the King Valley, and then Richo. <laughs> well, Corinna, we call you the que- the Queen of the Vale uh, here in Victoria. <laughs> so I don't know if that was a game of Rones reference from back in the day, but um, you know, it was, it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I always try and sell your wine. So I'm walking around and I said, "Well, we want a McLaren Vale wine, blah blah blah." So, well, this is the Queen of the Vale. She makes this yeah. second oldest winery in Australia's history that keeps making wine. There's a bit of history there. There is a bit of history there. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's awesome. Very lucky. Uh, I get um, I get a wine pack every every um, quarter or whatever, and um, and there's always a handwritten note in there, and, and oh, it's really? yeah, and a little little you know something from you know one of the artisan producers in the in the McLaren Vale, and it's just it's, everything's hand done, and like you know like you're dealing directly with the family which you are, you know. But then it's true, it's true, yeah, yeah. yeah we try to. Um, give a little something special in there and, you know, really thank people for their support because uh, times like these, it's even more important. <laughs> totally it is. And now that we can travel, um, let's yep. have a quick chat about uh, – I've got – actually, firstly, let's just do one quick question. Have you noticed the photo um, on Instagram yet today, um, which is the um, Young Gun of Wine finalists from 2007? And Karina writes the in, in the show. Front, front and centre, smiling as usual. Yeah. Don't, don't, you're not supposed to give the year. Like, make it, make uh. it seem like I was uh, a young gun this year. Yeah, like right. that, um, that ages me, I fear. Uh, well, and, and, and all of them, I guess. But um, yeah. uh, Christopher is one of our guests who alerted us to that. And um, sorry, one of our listeners. And um, he had a question about that and said, do you keep in touch with any of your um, fellow finalists from from that year that was only just gone. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, Kerry, KT, Kerry Thompson and I yeah. um, have a birthday around the same time of year, so we're in a special club called the Shitty Birthday Club, so we catch up <laughs> very regularly. Where Our birthdays are at Christmas time. So, ah. um, so yeah, no, definitely catch up with loads of them all around the place. So, um, And actually, we've just been lucky enough to be listed as um, one of the top 50 in the vineyards of the year for the Young Gun oh, Awards. So, right. yeah, I've been catching up with uh, Rory, who runs the um, Young Gun Awards uh, pretty regularly, so it's been good. So just out of interest, who uh, who picked up the gong? It uh, hasn't, hasn't been announced yet, yeah. So they've just sort of down, um, um, top 50 at the moment, and I think then they whittle it down to a top 12 or something like that, and then there's a pick up the gong, but uh, uh, it's later in the year. So. Oh, but okay. Who won the 07 gong, can I ask? Um, there was a number of different ones. Um, uh, you mean the one? Yeah, was it was it uh, was our our mate Kimmy Toysner or you know was it yeah. Dan Buckle or did you win it? No, 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 I didn't win it. No, no. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the vineyard of the year. The first it was the first year last year. Oh, okay. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. So and it's all across Australia, um, and they sort of give it like you know vineyard of the year, and then it's um, environmental vineyard of the year, and all sorts of different um, oh, yeah, small vineyard. Um, 
all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, mm. they've got a whole pile of different awards. So it's pretty cool. exciting. It yeah. is good that um, that the viticulture side is, um, and, you know, site and all that sort of thing is, is actually being heroed a lot more with awards these days, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And I think that was what Rory was really wanting to promote, I suppose. Yeah, um, just that recognition that everything comes from the vineyard. And if the vineyard isn't in any good, the winemaker... Um, can't do anything any good either. So, mm. uh, yeah, no, and, you know, having been a family-run vineyard for over 180 years before we were, you know, um, particularly grape growers, I mean, winemakers, um, you know, grape growing is very important to us. Yeah, of course. Um, <clears throat> now, what I was going to say before is now that we can travel and we can get yeah. over to McLaren Vale, uh, it's very exciting to um, to hear that you've, your renovations of your cellar door are complete and it's all open and we can come and visit. Yes, yeah, no, it's um, it's been awesome, actually, and and really needed. <laughs> um, our little cottage, um, which was built in the 1850s, um, on our property by the first generation of our family, um, you know, is very beautiful. But uh, in COVID times, is allowed four people at a time in oh. the in the venue, so uh, that isn't isn't very uh, useful. So um, being able to, uh, you know, we still have the beautiful old cottage, and that is now. Um, private tasting rooms. It's all had a beautiful new fit out. Looks fabulous. Um, but we've extended the size of the cellar door and the size of our deck, and so um, by almost more than double. So um, now you can feel like you're sort of sitting out in the middle of the lines um, on our deck, um, mm. all weather. So yeah, it's it's been amazing. So do we sit out there and? have any sort of food options or are we doing tastings out there on the deck or yeah so we've got tasting so we've got lots of different tasting experiences um that you can choose from uh we have a taste of taranga which is you know more like more of our regular range um we always give everyone a complimentary bread um almonds local almonds and our, and some of our olive oil um and now we have a um option that you can add add, add on one of our um local pates which are divine um, and then we also have a reserve tasting experience called the grapes. Um, so going back to your opening, the great, great grapes, <laughs> um, which is um, our reserve wines are all sort of named after family members. Um, and so that's a tasting going through those wines. And then we also now have just added on our Taranga Terroir um, tours, which is a little, we've got a great little golf cart called Ollie who um, takes you out into the vineyards and you actually get to taste the wine in the blocks that they... In situ. Uh, wow. from. Yeah, it's yeah, a special thing yeah. to do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, our staff are, you know, super... You know, they probably know more than me, to be honest. So um, <laughs> it's, uh, um, you know, you've got great staff and you can ask all those burning questions that you've, you know, been too embarrassed to ask but have not, not asked before. So, yeah. I did have a look at the website before, Corinna, and it did. It seemed to me that everyone seems really happy working there. You got a lot of smiling faces, but all the staff seem to be, you know, involved and have agency. That that can be a lot yep. different in other cellar doors, can't it? Yeah, yeah, no, that's one hundred percent important to us because we realise that when people are coming to visit us, you know, it's an extension of the family, and so um, you know, we're part of uh, our staff are part of everything that we do. In fact. Tomorrow is our first um, picking uh, for this year for Vintage 22 and all of the staff are we've got 20, 25 <laughs> out in the vineyard for us picking. Um, yeah. Men- Mencia uh, for Rosé. So, um, yeah, cool. you know, they're all and coming in the days off. So Yeah. Um, it says something really special, doesn't it, I reckon? Yeah. Yeah. yeah really. Yeah. Um, we're very lucky with that stuff. We were going to talk about Mencia. Men- how do you say Mencia? 
Men, men fear, men fear. It depends on yep. how Spanish you're feeling. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were going to talk about that last week because we had a bit of a, a rosé theme because of uh, it had recently been International Rosé Day. Um, uh, yeah. But there's some really exciting stuff coming that, that you're working with, isn't it? So, um, and and really they're quite uh, easy to get hold of as far as, you know, ranging. Um, Richo works uh, as a wine merchant at Dan's. So yes. we were talking earlier um, about, you know, there's quite a number of um, the range in, in Yeah, um, well, we always do a display of the HJ at Christmas yes. because it's yep. just a, you know, really incredibly well-priced wine f- for what it is. You know, the quality yep. versus price ratio is off the wall. My favourite would have to be the Grenache. The 21 yeah. Grenache is just <laughs> off its chops. But, yeah, I mean, there's you guys make Sagrantino and Menfier yeah, and all yeah. sorts of Menfier, different stuff, yeah? Yeah, yeah Fiano, Vermentino. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're very lucky to have yeah, a couple of the wines ranged in Dan's, which is very useful when restaurants, um, you know, are closed and oh, things yeah. like that. Um, mm. And, yeah, love, uh, just enables people to be able to access this quickly. Um uh, the one, the uh, uh, tricky one at the moment is Fiano. Fiano is going to sell out, I think, this year. And, yeah. Uh, probably, yeah. It's uh, it's been way more popular than what we were expecting, um, which has been great. Uh, yeah. So it's super exciting. McLaren Vale is becoming the home of Fiano, I reckon. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It yeah. Is. yeah we've got a lot, uh, a lot down here. It's been, it's such a great variety. It works so well with, um, with food and, and, you know, it's, it's also very drought and heat tolerant and, um, you know, it's got that lovely savoury sort of character to it. So, mm. and um, you know, I'm lucky enough to be able to make it into a sparkling, a method Champenoise sparkling wine as well. Mm. Um, which you know, because it has lovely natural acidity um, in McLaren Vale. You know, you can't really do that in general from you know your Chardonnays or any of those types of styles because we're a bit too warm for those varieties. Yeah. Um, but yeah, being able to do that with Fiano is super exciting. So. And was there any Fiano there before the Lloyds started sort of doing that at Corio? No, no. So we, yeah, the Lloyds um, were the first planting, and then they asked us to plant the next year. So I think right. they were 2004, we were 2005, maybe something like that, or something around those times. Yeah, so they'd run out of land and yeah, we were growing right. for them. <laughs> so they asked us to plant some, and that sort of uh, brought us all into the fold. And then, um, yeah, obviously things have taken off from there. What do you um, think the um, next variety of white is, the next Mediterranean variety for Well, Macaramau. I'm hoping it's going to be Falangina. So, oh, oh, cool. Uh, very excitingly. So Falangina is another variety from Campania. Um, so Fiano, Greco and Falangina are all grown in the same region, which is basically sort of just inland from Positano in um, so Na- Na- Naples or Napoli um, and Positano, sort of inland from there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. That's We'll be planting. Um, we're planting that this year. Oh, cool! So we'll see how that goes. Um, Karina, where does that sit as far as varieties that, or varietals that are the, that that the listeners would know? So give them a bit of a sense of. Yes. It's it's yes. similar to this, but it's more like you know it's got a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. So I think Salangina kind of heads more towards Riesling-ish, I suppose, in terms of it does have a very high natural acidity. Um, so it's very um, driven uh, and it does have some sort of floral notes, but it's probably a bit more, probably got uh, slightly more body to it, I suppose, and texture to it. Um, I, I always think the Fiano kind of sits to me, for me a little bit more in the Chardonnay space um, because it can be, um, it can go from everything from a you know, lovely unwooded, sort of quite fresh, bright sort of style all the way through to a you know, lovely oaked. Um, you know, textural sort of style. So, um, yeah, that's how kind of I relate 
those varieties, I guess. Yeah, and, and because the, you're near the ocean there, you think yep. about oceans and, like, fresh acidity mm, and the yeah, wines go really yeah, well with the exactly. seafood and that's that's the yeah, way that yeah. I sort of communicate. The, the, the tough thing you'll have communicating with that it will be how how do we say it, Falangina, how do, we, how do you put it no, on the no, bottle? No, 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 it's terrifying. Yeah. That's, you know, we've got, we've got over Vermentino now. So, yeah, you know, we, we, and and you didn't learn your lesson from Mencia? No, <laughs> 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 oh, Barcelona. <laughs> no, 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 you know. No, it's uh, my uncle who is our great uh, great grower. He definitely is, um, hasn't still still hasn't pronounced it correctly. Well, see, so he doesn't uh, have yeah, to so. do the marketing. Or... <laughs> no, so, yeah, we'll see how we go. But, yeah, uh, no, stick him in cell door for for a week and <laughs> yeah. yeah. see how he goes with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, that's exciting. So, when when do you think you'd be first um, getting that in bottle? Oh, yeah, from that. Yeah. A few years away. At the moment. Yeah, yeah, about three. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, that's uh, that's funny. So um, it's back when, so 180 years ago, when your grand, your great great grandfather, um, great great planted, great. Yep. great, 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 yep, yep. <clears throat> um, he he wasn't thinking about any of these Mediterranean varietals, was he? So, what what did he have on offer at that time? And, and actually, did he bring the cuttings over or? Yeah, no, we're not really sure. We don't think so. Um, at that time, the Hardys were um, um, starting Nottages and Hardy sort of families had sort of, I guess, pegged this area for grapevines. Um, we're not 100% sure. I and mean, it came out from Scotland, so we definitely didn't bring them from there. Um, so they planted uh, Grenache, Mataro, Shiraz and Doradillo. Um, so Doradillo at the time was sort of the sh- um, um, sherry, I suppose, um, okay. being made for sherries. Yep. Um, and so that were, they were all the first plantings in the vineyard. So um, unfortunately, we don't have any of those original, original plantings still. But my grandfather pulled out the last of the Shiraz um, and took cuttings from that and replanted them in 1947. So that's their oldest vines now. And that's still some age. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, fantastic. Pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just having a look through too. Like one of the the benefits of uh, joining your your wine club, the OTT club, is that you can get yep. you can get stuff uh, that's not available any other way, right? And the, the the one that really strikes me as being something that I'd like to drink is the Bryony's blend. Can you just tell us yeah. a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. So it's a really fun blend, um, and it changes a little bit each year, but it's sort of based around Tariga and Mataro. And then you know whatever, and, and in whatever sort of proportions, I guess look best. But um, the most recent one also has a little bit of Grenache and Shiraz as well. So Shiraz often plays like a quite a small part. Um, but yeah, Tariga has been an interesting variety to have on the vineyard. It's super floral and uh, got loads of lift. But you know, as an individual wine, kind of sometimes has a bit of a hole sort of in the mid palate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, being able to use Mataro, which has got, you know, lovely line, lovely acid drive and just that lovely crisp sort of freshness. Um, and then you, you know, delicious McLaren Bar Grenache. Um, uh, yeah, really yummy, yummy blend. Yeah. What well, sounds great. Brian, Brian is my cousin. So she, we run the vineyard together. Oh, uh, cool. Together. And yep, so yep. she gets a good mention there. Look, I just think yep. that kind of more modern, fresh, yeah. kind of stick it in the fridge for 10 minutes, you know, have have an afternoon, like a lunch and claret, yeah. old school, refreshing yeah. acidity. People are looking for exactly. that sort of more easy drinking stuff. Yeah, definitely. And, I, you know, I think that's what's, um, you know, we're lucky uh, where we are because we do tend to be able to, you know, pander to those who are really looking for something, you know, with a bit, you know, a bit of the bigger style, 
you know, your Shirazes and your H, you know, HJ Reserve. We also have a, a DJ Cabernet, you know, so some beautiful traditional um, McLaren Balsam styles. And then we sort of also move in the alternative variety space um, and, you know, and doing those types of lunch and claret type styles and, you know, your more easy drinking um, styles as well. So we just kind of, I, I guess we're, um, we'd be, you can call us uh, natural winemakers without being um, in the natural gang as much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not quite that edgy. Not quite that edgy. I don't have anything orange for anyone, I'm sorry. Yeah, but, um, yeah, but um, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a very hands-off winemaker. Uh, you know, as is all about the vineyard, everything comes from our, our vineyard, um, which is actually quite a big vineyard, uh, about 300 acres. And so, um, you know, I don't add yeast and I don't add lots and lots of things. So it's pretty hands-off winemaking, really, just trying to let the vineyard express itself. Mm, yeah, and that's it's awesome. I mean, we, we hear that, you know, over and over and more and more, I think, from yeah. uh, from winemaking teams. And um, yeah. so tomorrow, what are you picking? Uh, we're picking Mencia, so rosé. Oh, yeah, you said so, that? Yep, yep. yep. Okay, and yep, then... So we yep, do how, a bit of a carbonic maceration on that one, so which is quite fun, so... Um, yeah, okay, so that's... That's where you have it cold, the bunches in cold, so, is that right? Yeah, so what, no, so what we do is we hand pick and then we pick into half some bins that have got uh, just a sort of big plastic bag, I suppose, in them. And then we just do a little light um, foot tread and cover it with CO2 and cover up the bag. And it's an anaerobic uh, yep. form of um, fermentation. What happens is the berries sort of ferment within uh, internally, I suppose, and it, what, it's a a really great um, style for sort of really maintaining a lot of those beautiful floral and fruity sort of characters. So, yeah, um, basically I do, you know, a few days of carbonic and then uh, it all goes into the press and uh, we press off and make a uh, as a white wine from there, I suppose, and then that's where you get the lovely colour from as well. Yeah, a little bit of colour. Uh, so how long do you think you're – so we, we chatted to Joel about um, his vintage in King Valley, which he felt was going to be quite um, – or not compact this year, a little bit more extended. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How are you yeah. feeling about um, McLaren Bale this year? Yeah, similar. We're a little late. So um, we, you know, Asheraz is probably not 100% through Verizon yet, I'd say. And, um, you know, Fiano's not through Verizon. Um, so we are a little later. Um, the earlier varieties like Chardonnay and Tempranillo and um, Mencia are, are all coloured up and, and looking good, but sitting probably around the uh, 12 Bome sort of mark, so um, which is perfect for rosé, but um, probably not as perfect for red wines. From what so, I'm hearing, the um, you know there was a bit of rain happening up in the Clare Valley. Have you sort of yep. managed to steer clear of those kind of wet events this year in McLaren Vale? Yeah, no, we had one big one that we that we all got, um, but it was sort of early enough that it wasn't, didn't really cause any major issues. It was yeah you know, before before yeah, Verizon had only really just started. Um, which is the berry softening part, which is where, you know, if you have big rain, that's where things get a little bit more dangerous. But um, we had really great winter rains and spring rains, and it's been relatively cool, to be honest. So, um, you know, we were expecting a 38-degree day today, but it's been pulled back down to a 32 or something. So, yeah, And we good. haven't had anything up, even, you know, close to being 40 uh, this year. So um, that means that things are just a bit slower. And we can spend more time at the beach. <laughs> Perfect. Karina, <laughs> um, uh, uh, you guys always do, you know, some really cool events and they always sell out fairly quickly. So um, 
is there anything coming up that people can still buy tickets to? And then, <laughs> the, um, yeah, it's and, a tricky one. It's a tricky one. We've got um, we do our porchetta parties, so yes. which is quite quite iconic. So pig on a spit, um, sort of cooked in front of you, and it's a big long lunch. Um, people people uh, guests have joked that it's like coming to a family reunion that you didn't know anyone at, <laughs> you didn't know you were part of. Um, so you know, delicious and and always hosted hosted by one of our family members. Yep. Um, we've got the fabulous Todd Steele, who's the local chef here, and then we also are doing um, paella parties. Um, so they are the same sort of uh, concept, but with a whole pile of different paellas, and that's working with uh, Callum Han, uh, Han and, and his team at Sprout. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really exciting. But both of those that are coming up are sold out. Yeah. However, we have got two porchetta parties, parties happening for Tasting Australia on the 1st and 9th, or no, 1st and 8th of um of May, and those are available to book through the Tasting Australia website. So there's some pretty epic things happening during Tasting Australia. Yeah. So, well, that, yeah. I think you know that that's something that is you know within the kind of short term window of of planning. But um, yeah. so people can kind of you know get on, get some info on that, and, and hopefully plan to be in McLaren in that week. And um, yep. there'll be lots of things happening, I'd imagine. So yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. We have a brewery as well called Swell Brewery, and they're doing a, um, an, an asado, an Argentinian asado, where they cook oh, the yeah. meat on the open. Oh, God, and it's just incredible. <laughs> this, yeah, we're going to have so, to yeah, go to McLaren Valley, mate. That's just, yeah, that's just one of the <laughs> one of the many things that are, that are happening. So, yeah, we've already got quite a few people who have booked in their holidays from interstate that are coming down. So. Well, I think it's um, perfect, but, yeah. really. It's perfect timing yeah. because... You know, we, we can come over and and we're yep. sort of we're clear of Easter by then and it's it's a yep. you know, good good time to be able to book it in. Um it so if people want to keep in touch with your you know, your normal events and things as yep. well as that one, what they can go to the website which is olivesterango.com. Yep, yep. And just join our mailing list or whatever and or just keep you know, follow us on Instagram and all of those things. We we you know, we do events Monthly, and we'll be releasing those the new dates for the rest of the year. Um, you know, probably I don't know, probably in April ish, I'd say. And um, yeah, so people will be able to book for all the rest of the year um, then. So, pretty exciting. That is right. exciting. Um, good luck with Vintage Twenty Two, Karina, and no it's always great yeah. having a chat to you. And and good to you know to hear. All hail the Queen of the Vale. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Now, there is an actual queen of the Vale at the moment. It's Elena from uh, Dandelion. Um, she was, oh, she's yeah. the bushing queen. She's the acting queen. She's, yeah, okay, life. that's cool. Elena and Zah, they're, they're great people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is, is I shouldn't just, really take that. Is, is there just <laughs> one gown that you wear for the bushing king? Like there's, it, a, there's two gowns. There's a king and a queen. Oh, now, there is a queen. And, right, okay. Yeah, but they do get laundered. <laughs> I should hope so. In between, yeah, yeah, um, and they're very heavy, and uh, so most most of the time she just wears the crown around instead of the, the Fair big enough robes. To you. But yeah, yeah. Um, awesome, Karina. Enjoy your afternoon. Um, hope no picking goes well tomorrow, and all of the picking for the rest of the harvest. So, um, thank you. Look forward to chatting in in a little while, and maybe we'll put in our diary to chat around tasting Australia time, just to um, just to hear how that's all preparing. Yes. Good Thanks one. For having me. Thank you. See you, Karina. See you. Bye. Karina Wright from Oliver's Taranga. Uh,